Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva. And this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're uh, still talking side hustles week two. Before we dive into that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, you have a property you need funding for. Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check out the website at pluminvestmentgroup.com. Yo. Hey. Man, welcome to your first podcast in your 40s. Well, thank you. You you made it. You're here. You're old. Your foot's propped up. You're limping around the <laughs> office. It is not a good sign for your 40s to have started this way. Well, I was about to say that. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm here, and I'm in my 40s doing podcasts, but <laughs> I've limped my way in. I'm just this 40-year-old guy that just does podcasts recording in my mama's basement. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's something to aspire to. There's some 35-year-old out there that's hoping one day he can be in your position. With gout, <laughs> foot propped up, toe looking black. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good, man. It's uh, so we're we're talking side hustles part two this week. It's kind of a little bit different than the the normal land biz stuff going on, and I think this is a fun topic because it does show that you can diversify. But I wanted to get a quick update on the ATM drama that we talked about some last week, and we got a little bit more this week. Because I think it's important as you take on these side hustles, like many of you are doing when you take on the land business, you're having to learn a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. Like it's not just like, hey, here's twenty bucks, I'm gonna get a hundred back. It's there is there is you're, when you create side hustles, you're almost creating a new business because you are. Yeah, and you have to learn the intricacies of that, and it takes a lot of bandwidth. And so when you do that, that's something you have to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when we recorded this last week, uh, we were waiting for the ATMs. And honestly, the story I told to you guys, I wasn't sure that the ATMs were ever going to show up. They're here. Yeah, but they they're, are here. They're in the office. We all look at them every day. Yeah, there's no getting around them. Uh, we're on the second floor. Had to carry those things up here. <laughs> up the stairs. Yeah. I'm glad I was out that day. Yeah, I'm the only person <laughs> in the entire building. And so it was just in that. That means even downstairs, upstairs, like uh, convinced the delivery guy with a bottle of scotch to carry them up here with me and that was <laughs> oh. the machine is 206 pounds they come on a pallet and then we had to strap the dolly to that as well and our stairs they're not like normal they're, they're steep i think they're they're not you don't wouldn't say they're just standard stairs back there oh the exit stairs in the back yeah, yeah. those are steep and janky yeah they are it's like some somebody's drunk grandpa decided <laughs> to build a staircase here and that's just because how we like to do it at casual fridays yeah. so five of them up and down but they're here uh so that's exciting yeah News on the lo locating front. Okay. That changed. So so walk us through this because this is, oh, it is like this guy's done it before. Like it's <laughs> like the bait and switch happened. Yeah. So the locator is still very real. They seem to know what they're doing. However, they throw a little wrench in there because um, now that I have the ATMs, they're going to send a locator here, which was always the plan. There would always be a boots on the ground locator. Uh, I was told they'll come out, they'll find locations. I even provided 15 zip codes that I wanted in, and I provided like five or 10 that I didn't want. And uh, the idea was the locator will come in town, he'll go in those zip codes, he'll find the five locations, I'll approve each one, and then have the ATM installed within 48 hours of acceptance. 
So the I've got the machines now. So the locating company calls me back. It's just one guy. It's not a company. I mean, it is a company, but it's not like a conglomerate and you know, a huge corporation. Just one guy. Yeah. Uh, he answers the phone every time. Corporate office. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I'm gonna start doing that. Corporate office. <laughs> Corporate cell phone. Yeah. So uh, he calls. He's like, "Hey, you've got the machines. I want to go over. I'm about to send you a, a addendum to the contract um, to go over the locating." portion of it so i'm gonna stop you right there because this guy was contract was so in depth mm-hmm. i'm sitting here when you tell me he wants an addendum i'm like why the hell would he need an addendum he covered everything in this this is pretty straightforward stuff yeah bait and switch yeah so he goes over real quick goes but i'm gonna before i send it to you i want to go over it with you um and he starts going into uh yeah you under no circumstances are you supposed to talk money with the boots on the ground guy you do not pay him anything he'll come into town you'll take your car you'll drive him around You'll find locations. You'll do this. You'll do this. 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 Does that all make sense? And I go, well, yeah. What you just said makes sense, but let's reverse and go back to this. Take my car part. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when, when did I become an Uber driver? Yeah. He goes, well, yeah. Locator will come in town. You'll drive them around to locations. You point out ones that you like. They'll go inside and try and get the deal for you. I'm like, no, 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 no. It no, almost no. sounds like one of those vans that sell the, the, the vacuum cleaners. All right, I'm going to pull you to the neighborhood. Go sell some vacuum cleaners, boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so and that pissed me off because uh, man, there's been so much shit going on with this guy. Yeah. And, and then uh, uh, that was clearly planned on his part. 100%. 100%. First of all, what kind of, lo- what kind of person is he sending down here that doesn't have their own vehicle? Yeah. Doesn't Two, pay. Doesn't pay well enough, I guess, to get a rental car. Yeah. Two. I uh, was the point of providing all these zip codes and whatnot. Uh, if I was just gonna be driving them around. So here's what I kind of figured out, just based on a few things during the argument I had with him, that he said was, I think the zip codes I gave him, he turned over to a cold calling phone locating service, mm-hmm. and they went in those 15 zip codes, cold called stores or places that would be high high traffic uh good places and he got a list of potential ones mm-hmm. and the on the ground locator boots on ground locator is going to come in with that list and we're going to go to those places and he'll point them out and i'll tell him yes or no mm-hmm. if i say yes he'll go in and get the contract and then after he gets the contract he'll bring me in and introduce me okay uh and i i said I'm not a chauffeur. I mean, I run a business. How long do you expect this to take? He's like, well, locating five machines should take a day, day and a half, two days max. Mm -hmm. To me, that seems really quick if you don't already have locations picked out. Yeah, if you don't have you don't have some kind of lead already in your hand. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, after going, I think we were on the phone for like forty five minutes, going back and forth with each other. He, uh, I finally decided, screw it, whatever. You're gonna have to give me certain dates. And we're going to plan those dates, and he's going to have to be here, and I'll, and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And so I got the addendum, signed it, and now we're waiting for those dates. Okay. Man. Still no toppers, by the way. Still no toppers. Yeah. Wow. I uh, like I, I was super pumped for this. I'm getting more and more nervous, but the saga and the drama of this, this soap opera continues to keep me watching. I'm going to episode three now, and I'm waiting <laughs> I'm waiting to see how this turns out. I want to keep doing an update on this just because I, when we had talked on the show last week, Jake or, Jake or someone asked how much money I plan to make. We said 150 on the low end. Yeah. I did the math afterwards. Low end should be 150 transactions. 150 transactions. At $3 a piece. But you're taking, you're Which paying is, a guarded truck. You're paying. No, no, no. No, that's. Uh, so it'll be cash vaulting, which is different from armored vehicle. Okay. 
that's if I do that on these first five. Okay. Uh, but I should pay the place where it's at between 50 cents and a dollar per okay. transaction. So anyway, if it does 150 minimum, which is what I've been seeing a lot is like the absolute minimum mm-hmm. at $3, that's 450 minus. I, so, so, so I was thinking your take would be about a dollar per transaction. If your thing was $3, right. If I choose to do uh cash, cash vault thing. Okay. So you're talking about running around with a bag of cash, stack of hundies. Five machines should really only take about, cause I pay, place the zip codes all together. Uh-huh. An hour, hour and a half a week. Maybe. Okay. Does it give you alerts when you get low on cash? Yeah, it's all, uh, uh, there's, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? There's uh, a database. It's all online. A dashboard? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, oh, so, and I, I, I think they want to hear you keep doing an update on this. I think it's fun to, to watch somebody else go through these trials and tribulations, and it's what it's got us here. And yeah. so, you oh, know. Wait, that, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You go back to my, that's $300 if I do zero advertising. Yeah. If I don't include Bitcoin cash. And, oh, th- another update. <laughs> it, it does do gift cards. It does now. Yeah, but it's not through the company that I bought them from. There's a there's a third party company that you have to go and register with, and they will uh, come and program it into your ATM. Okay, so what here here's what I'm kind of feeling here. I'm feeling a you take all the good and the bad, and we put it together, and it turns into some sort of like ebook mini course type <laughs> thing. So people that are listening want to get a couple ATMs. You got the links to buy the ATMs. You got the locating services to and not to use, and how to get started and going. Yeah, maybe. I think well, it's easy sell. I mean, I think I think they want to see it because they're hearing about it firsthand. A couple things I would not do. I would not carry ATMs up some stairs. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, I would. Uh, not deal with an eighteen-year-old kid off MySpace account. Well, we didn't know. We we don't know much about him. I mean, <laughs> we got to find him toppers though. Yeah. Got to find him toppers. Okay, and I obviously it came highly rep- recommended. It wasn't like I yeah. found him on the dark web. Easy, easy. There's lots of cool <laughs> stuff you can find on the dark web. Um, so that gets us to the ATMs, the ATM story updated, and that's one of the side hustles you've got going on. Another one that's really thrown me off because I'm perplexed at how it actually works, but I've seen it work. So I'm not saying it doesn't is this, this e-commerce thing you've got going on and how we take, we, and, and it's an arbitrage between st- online stores, basically. Is that, is that a fair enough statement? Yeah. Okay. So I, I want you to kind of walk us through that and how that plays into, because we do have some listeners that have been very successful in the Amazon space. But they didn't do it like this. They had like national accounts with like Nike or big shoes, and they were listing as a as a dealer on um, on Amazon or sunglasses. You know, they'd have get Oakley as a brand, and they'd buy a bunch of wholesalers and list them on there and just take small percentages. Yeah, yeah. So there's always been two hustle side hustles I really want to try was the ecom and the ATMs. And now that I had the ability to do it, I did it. And so anyway, one the ecom business is. Um, I don't know if I want to give away the company yet, but I bought an ecom business. Uh, I paid $30,000 for it. Okay. It comes with an account manager. It comes with a whole VA team. And essentially, without getting too deep into the woods, because I may or may not be violating terms of service, I'm going to go with I'm not violating Amazon's terms of service. Okay. <laughs> We're you not. Think it, could it be? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> huh. uh, okay. We're... Uh, Basically, I have an online Amazon store, but it's not just sells on Amazon, sells on Facebook, sells on eBay, and we're buying, buying from one location and selling it higher, just like you know you know normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know how to get too deep into it, but the, I I will say that like I started this pro uh, process back in September, okay, of twenty one, 
it took three to four months to get the store up and running because we wanted to do it right. So, like, I have tax exemptions at places I'm buying. I have uh, business credit set up with, like, Dun & Bradstreet. Like, it just, everything I did was all very above board, like things I haven't done even with the land businesses, yeah. right? I mean, way above what we think. We need to do any of that? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's almost a, makes you question whether we're really doing everything right or not. Yeah. And the customer service from this company I bought it from, it's called Lunar Ecom. The company, the customer service is over the top, like okay. just amazing. I have an account manager, his name's Sean, and like he's the best. Yeah. He responds to things quickly. He's open. He's honest. Oh, oh, and honesty is like the uh, uh, honesty and integrity of this company has been like straight up. It's like I feel like they're just like you and I when people come to us and we're just tell them how yeah. it is. We don't try and sugarcoat it. That's how they are, which is why I believe so much in it and I've stuck with it. Okay. So anyway, uh, I bought it. Started in September. The store did not launch till January 1st. Yeah. They told me you're on 90 days of probation with mm -hmm. Amazon. Uh, so we need to slowly build your account. Your first month, you're going to do 2,500 in sales. Your second month, you'll do 5,000. Third month, you'll do 7,500. And we basically hit those numbers exactly. I mean, you were really close. Like, I think you were over one month, uh, like 100 under one month, 300 over, then like four or 500 over. And they just shut yeah. you down because well, you were no, catching so much traction. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And so, but what they told me was your first three months is the goal is not to make money. It's yeah. just to build a credible account. And so that's what we did. I mean, I lost money the first three months, um, but we built that credibility. We're getting reviews. It's, it's growing. And then um, April, the month of April comes and I get zero sales, like zero. Mm. Uh, and I reach out to Sean and I'm like, Hey man, what's going on? And he's like, we're just not happy with the VA company that we've been using. They're not, as good as we were hoping, so we fired them. Um, <laughs> what does that do for me, bud? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes, but we have another one that we've been getting really good results with, and uh, if you want to use them, we'll do it. And I'm like, well, of course. Yeah, but <laughs> let's go to work, coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so we get them up and running. By now, three weeks of April have gone. We only got one week left in April. And... Uh, the employees VA team and holy shit sales went through the roof like yeah. overnight. I mean, we went from, you know, I don't even know a uh, hundred, 200, $300 a day in sales. And those were unprofitable sales mm -hmm. to, uh, an average of about $2,200 a day in sales with close to like a 50 something percent profit range. Wow. And that lasted, and, and that would last as solid for 10 days before uh, Amazon suspended my account. <laughs> oh, no. Because the previous VA company that they were using was handing out fake um, tracking IDs. Yeah. So I don't get that. Why would they use fake tracking IDs? I don't know. It's like they were just lazy to actually, because you were sending the stuff. Yeah. So there yeah, was yeah. real tracking. Yeah, yeah. So why not just put the real tracking number? I don't know. I don't know. But we caught it, and my... my uh, Lunar Ecom knows what to do. Like they have an appeals team, and so they're already on it. And I'll get the store back. They they said they've never had a store get suspended that they couldn't get back. It may mm -hmm. take thirty days, but they'll do it. And then we'll be right, right be able to ramp right back up to sales we were. Mm -hmm. But I was so blown away because I paid thirty grand for this thing here mm -hmm. with the new VA team. All of a sudden, we're doing between fifteen hundred and three thousand dollars a day in sales. In sales, what's the profit on that? Yeah, on the very low end, the worst day I had was a thirty five percent profit. Jeez. And if that holds up every single day, we're talking seven days a week here, you know? Oh, yeah. and, okay. and 
they're only running the sales for between uh, like nine to five, right? Like yeah, nine, during the day hours. During day hours, they could have kept it running all night. But the problem is, we're getting so I think the problem we're getting so many sales uh-huh. that it's hard to keep up. You know, 50, 60, 70, 80 sales a day. Wow. Um, so I I think the expansion comes as that continues to gain, gain traction, more BAs on on my store. Wow. So one of the one of the things that I liked about this side hustle, and and I think is a cool thing, if the company's credible, which you you have proven they have, they've they've done everything they said they were going to, so that's cool. But they guaranteed your business to make your initial investment back. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the way this works is, uh, one year, every bit of profit comes back to me until you hit what you paid for the business. Yeah. Um, until I get my thirty grand back. Okay. At that point. The profit is then split 50-50 mm-hmm. going forward forever as long as I keep the website. I mean, the store. The store is mine. I can sell it mm-hmm. or I can fire them because it's a two-year contract. I can fire them and try and run it myself. Yeah. I would never do that. Yeah, it's not not the business you want to be in. The absolute only work I do on this thing is at uh, the beginning of the month, I upload the previous month's uh, bank banking statements, mm-hmm. and they have a CPA on their team who uh, does the books for you. Wow. And so... Um, and if I didn't get my initial investment back mm-hmm. in that, uh, first year, they would either a, uh, continue working with no profit split until I did, mm-hmm. or B, give me a full refund minus any profit I made. Wow. And then you just shut the store down. Then you shut it down. Wow. Man. So that's a, again, it's a learning experience, a lot of bandwidth going on. Um, but when it sets up. You know, it sounds like seven days a week, making a few hundred bucks a day, three to five hundred bucks a day. Man, that's a that's a chunk of change. And there's always room to grow because it's based on how much your sales are based off how much credit you can give them. Okay. Okay. So you have to have to get the company going. You have to have at least forty thousand dollars in credit okay. because they buy everything on your credit card. Yeah. And then uh, the sales pay it off. Um, but the more credit you have, the more sales they can do. Yeah. And, but it's not immediate, right? You can't give them $200,000 line of credit and they go spend it because that just looks suspect. Suspect. Right. 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 And so, and then one question I've been getting a lot too, I know, cause probably gonna be a lot of people other that are listening to that have that question is why would they do this? Mm-hmm. Um, why would they uh, have, you know, be selling this if they know how to do it so well? Uh, it's because when you run an Amazon store, you can only have so many in your name. I believe it's two per like household or address or something like that. Okay. And so by them doing it, they I think they have 100 clients. Mm-hmm. They have a 100 different lines of credit. They mm-hmm. have 100 different stores. They can grow without spending any of their own money. Yeah. Right? And they're getting 50% of everyone else's profit. They do do all the work. Yeah. Sweat equity turn to, <laughs> turns to something better. Yeah. And that's one of the things that it's preached a lot in here, and a lot of people have a hard time grasping is partnering on deals sometimes is not a bad way to, to, to accelerate your business. I mean, I... I know that over the last couple of years, I focused more on helping other people grow their business and funding or partnering and, and just doing it. And my business in, in turn has just blown through the roof. Yeah. So, so far I'm like really happy with them. It's a sh- shame that that last VA company used the fake IDs and my account got suspended, but mm-hmm. I, I have full faith that they'll get it back and we'll be back up and running. But it was just amazing. $30,000 investment could very well, if these numbers keep up, be a $100,000 a year business. It's just minus flow. my 50, my, you know, I get 50%, 50, $60,000 a year. And that's just based off the line of credit that I have with them right now. Yeah, man. 
So you put up thirty thousand, you cash flow enough to make two house payments. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, what depending on where your house is and what it is. I mean, but, we yeah. know you ain't living in no small house. We know you get them uh-huh. big mansions on the uh-huh. beach and stuff. Yep, fourteen fifty square feet. Fourteen hundred fifty <laughs> square feet of prime Fort Worth real estate. Man. So as we talk about this, so those those are two pretty significant side hustles. And I, I think that was we, we kind of talk about what, what's the side hustle that we easy to get into, what you do. And I, I think it comes down to a lot of like what kind of person you are, what kind of uh, investor you are, and what kind of capital you have just sitting around. Yeah, I was taking a page out of uh, Cody Sanchez's book. Okay. What does she always say? Uh, no employees. Uh, high income, bu- low people business. Yep. Boring businesses. Uh, yeah. And so like I've always had it. New e com could work. Always had an interest in ATMs, but both of those don't require a lot of people. Yeah, she's my new Insta crush. I I, I unfollowed her just because I got tired of hearing the same old story. I was like, I got your message. <laughs> I got it. I got it now. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's my Insta crush for right now. I'll probably fall. <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. You, you got some competition. Yeah. I did look up her husband because somebody mentioned you looked like Jake said you looked like her husband. I do. That's what Jake. So, said. so you're saying I got a chance, huh? That's what Jake said. Okay. Well, I mean, he is a Navy SEAL. <laughs> So basically not, <laughs> basically not, that basically is not. That is correct. I've swam in the ocean once. <laughs> um, and he is like some kind of business guy. but I mean, yeah, yeah. Same build. He's a business guy. You're a business guy. So maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. that'd be her third husband though. So he, he may slip in, slide in through the dark and cut your throat. But my best friend has two black belts. I don't <laughs> yeah. think he wants to fuck with me. Yeah. By the time <laughs> two, I got there, he's in and out. <laughs> two black belts and a gout toe. He ain't <laughs> yeah. doing shit. So let's so, I'll throw in some of the things that I've kind of moved to over the last year, which is has been different because we jumped into some syndications to get some tax depreciation. And that's kind of when we talked about what kind of investor are you, what kind of cash do you have sitting around. And as you get to a point, and that's what kind of started this conversation, you get to a point, you have cash sitting there, and it's not working. It's just waiting for that next deployment. And you get to a point where you, you, you're you cycling and funneling and going so fast. And while people are like, so there's, there's some listeners that aren't going to believe this, and there's some that are going to understand what I'm saying. But land is it's taking a little bit longer to get it closed, but selling it if you're priced right and you're in the markets that we we've talked about over and over and over, it's selling so fast and you're just turning it back out and so you've got this cash that velocity of cash we always talk about creates capacity. You have such more capacity of cash sitting there that you can put out, and so you have cash that just ends up sitting, and you have to get it deployed. So you know last year I said I wanted to get into some syndications. I jumped into three different funds um, that were multifamily funds, and I mean they. I think at the end of the day, they're paying total. has got one hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars sitting in them right now, and they're paying little seven hundred and fifty bucks a month total. But they have a two and three x multiplier against them over three to five years. Yeah, and you have equity. And I have equity. Yeah, I, I went preferred B instead of A, just getting ten percent. I said, hey, give me less, but I want I want equity on the back end because it's just sitting there. But the cool thing is the the full tax depreciation. Like, what did we do last year? We put in, I put in, uh, trying to think which fund this was. I think it was seventy-five thousand dollars. I have $45,000 in tax depreciation for having my money there for one day. Yeah, because you put it in the very last day. Yeah. Of year. I was like, I was like, are you working today? The the director, there, she's like, yeah, Justin. So I'm trying to get her money. All right, I've got the wire over. It's still, she goes, okay, cool, confirmed. Boom. Made it happen. So. Yeah, and this is uh, going back to last week's show. It's like the goal is to not ever pay taxes again. And yep. Syndications, uh, multifamily syndication, I'm sure other ones too, but like apartment syndications are huge tax write-offs. I mean, yeah. Wasn't the one, like, I don't know if you actually put that money into that one or not, but it was like 99% write-off the first year? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did put into that one. 
And so that that was one of those like, hey, that was this that was one of the pitches is put your money here, get this depreciation. The numbers weren't great. It was like a six percent preferred rate, which is not great, but they had a two X multiplier. So okay, hey, three years your money's doubled and you made six percent on it, but you got ninety nine percent tax write off on it. Yeah. And uh that equity that you get when they either refinance or sell the property, you can roll into the next one, right? Yeah, they'll ten thirty one into the next project with you, or you can pull it out and pay the taxes. It's kind of up to you. The idea for me is that once I've pulled it out, it just goes and keeps rolling, and I'm just using the percentages. It's just a little bit of extra money every month. Yeah, so you put in. I'm just using an example, but you put in a hundred grand, you get six or seven hundred dollars a month. Three years go by, they sell it or refi. Now you got one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. You roll it right back in. Now that money's creating fourteen hundred, fourteen, yep. fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars a month. Yep. Um, and you've you know you just keep doubling your money, and plus by then you probably added more money into it. Yep. And that money continues to grow and get cash flow. Before you know it, all every bill you have is paid. Yep. And that's the goal, but it's it's not a fast thing. It's and so as land investors, we've been so spoiled that it's like we save fast cash or high return. You know, realistically, if you if you're a brand new land investor, don't know shit about it, you take a course, you go through, you send your first marketing materials out, get your first deal. You're probably six months to get cash in, cash out. And we've been very honest about that. But the the likelihood of we had a, a guy that just did his first mailer, got his first property back, spent forty five thousand, sold it for one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. That's his first deal, killed it, and. That that money, so he's got 80, 90 grand sitting there now. It sounds like a big payday, but you have to keep those going to make it happen. I mean, shit, I think I've got 13 on my sellboard right now that are selling, and it's for $1.4 million in revenue. Well, what am I going to do with it? I have to have a place to go with it. Now I've got some subdivides coming up and some things like that, but still, it's like, okay, we'll pay off all the debt we have on some other subdivides or my portions of it and just try to keep bringing it down. But there is a point that you have to slow some money down and have to get it out of the way. It just can't sit in your savings waiting for that next deal. Did we ever congratulate that guy, by the way? I Last just, week, per, we? just personally, we did. Yeah, no, so Bill Tanner. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats, dude. That was a big sale. Yep. Uh, yeah, so all good stuff. I love syndications. I do. I'll, hopefully one day I'm as, I got your bags and I can put money into them, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've done some private uh, private money loans, being like a mortgage or um, hard money loans. So something like that. Again, it's just putting money to work and keeping it going. It's it's tied up with an asset. It's getting interest, you know, and those range from anywhere from eight to 12%. Um, I've got one that I've got a, a private short-term loan where the guy took 50 grand and it's a 16%. So, you know, those, they, he is good deal for him because he's not using a JV partner. Mm-hmm. So he's not giving up half his profit. He just negotiated that. So he's got that money going out and he's running with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are different types. It's not a far stretch from what we already do with the funding and, and buying and selling land, but it again keeps that money for that's just normally just sitting there in the checking account or savings account. It's got it back out working, making some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Plum Investment Group is a, a good example of this, like buying and selling land in your mm-hmm. personal business yep. is, was the business. And then now, well, Plum. a long time ago. Now, yeah. Well, 2018. Yeah. Plum becomes the funding. And that, that was just like a add on to what you're currently doing. It's not too far out of the realm. It's another way to make money. Mm-hmm. You're getting money moving. And it's just, that's just what it's about. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's the fun thing. Is so we, we can talk, you know, side hustles and doing like that. I think one of the cool things that out of the slingshot trip that we took for your birthday this last weekend was like, man, that's really a viable business. Like you using Turo or using these rental car things. And what does that look like? It got me excited. I've been looking at C8 Corvettes thinking I'm going to get a Corvette and I'm going to rent it out a couple days a month. What near, was your slingshot not trashed? No. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was, it, it looked like it had been kind of left outside a few times. They, got, they bought it used, they told me. 
He's like, yeah, we bought it a week ago. I was like, dude, do you do realize your front tires are on backwards? I've got no registration. And he's like, yeah, we just bought that one two weeks ago. You know, Guerrero, he uh, he got us the wrong, uh, he did the tires wrong. He's like, are you sure they're on backwards? It says, it says rotation, and it's got the arrow pointing the other way. He looks at me. He looks at the tires. He touches the tires. Oh, man, that tire shop messed us up. But just doing the math on what they had, we, we counted up, I think I counted up, a total of 25 in inventory amongst Dallas-Fort Worth. They were all sold out. Yeah. They were all sold out at 300 bucks a day on average. Yeah. That's $7,500 a day on that inventory of slingshots. Yeah. Yeah, when I went to pick up mine, because we got ours at different places, but when I went to pick up mine, there was a line. I mean, there was three people ahead of us. Wow. And so, and it's not like they're, like the place I rented it from was running it out of their uh, wine and paint and what <laughs> are those paint with a twist painting with a twist building yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're probably making more money slinging slingshots than they are painting with a twist hey y'all yeah. want to paint some wine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no and that's and that to me is cool mine was ran out of a storage parking lot like they you tell them, hey tell me when you're 10 minutes out and then these motherfuckers show up <laughs> and they jump out of their car and swap with you so i i definitely a cool little business and a cool little way to get going and i, I sat there and, and the whole time i'm just counting up in my head okay twenty five twenty thousand dollar unit it's going to cost me $295 a month. I rent it once. That covers the bill. Everything after that's cash flow. Do I think I could rent this four times a month? Dang, that's $750 extra a month after insurance and gas and cleaning and everything. Man, that's not a bad little gig. All to have a toy sitting in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it sounds like the place you rent it from. Definitely a place I rent it from. Just take a little bit of extra, like, tweaking to make it that much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Uh, both places sold out. I mean, it, for the day, and not just that day, but multiple days. Yeah. I think there's real good money to be made there. I do, too. Maybe that's the next thing. Maybe that's the next side hustle. Maybe. Cool. How uh, are we on time today? We're 30 minutes. Man, we kept them on a little bit longer, so we appreciate you hanging around today. So <laughs> let's wrap it up and let these guys go back, and they can tell us what their favorite side hustles are. Yep, sounds good. All right, that's it for today, guys. Uh, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to where? Ever. That's listening to us. Like, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.